With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everyone, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast and welcome to our preview of Frankfurt v Rangers in the final of the Europa League. Yes, the final of the Europa League. I am Scott Carney, I'm joined by Ryan Haymarsh, we're in the home of Club at 22, the Viceroy Bar. Ryan, cheers mate. Play up the Glasgow Rangers boys. Play up the Rangers. Ryan, this is probably the most stupidest questions ever in the world mate. How are you? No slept for two days. <laughs> I've not slept for two days. Um, just all sorts of emotions running through me now. Anxiety, nerves, excitement, pride. I think I said this in a, a couple of pods ago. I just the build ups are unreal now. You're seeing the footage. You've seen the, the the boys done a great job there, uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, sending yeah. a few sending a few videos over to us, and it's just great. It's great for everybody involved if you're. Overlay or wherever you are, just for Rangers fans, it's just it's everything. And oh my god, what we, how long they're 20, 25 hours away for kickoff or something, circa 25 hours. Time of recording, yeah, yeah, yes, slightly excited there. I'll sum it up, slightly yeah. excited. I know it's hard, I need to get used to looking at you, mate, because when I usually when I talk to you, I stare at this screen, <laughs> mate, 
Um, it's usually not the way we do it. Uh, yes, thank you to the Viceroy for letting us do this. Thank you to the Viceroy for the use of the sombrero hats. Very, very kind of them. Very indeed. Don't know how long it will last because I've got a gigantic head and this one doesn't really fit me, but you've got to dress for the occasion, have you not? Um, so, yeah, Ali and Scotia are in Seville. Um, I just a massive shout out to them for sending us over stuff and for the response we've had for the, the kind of Ali and Scotia do Seville, if you like. The video last night did unbelievable and we've fairly jumped up as well in subscribers. So hello to I don't know what was it, hola, 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 hola to everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. Obviously, thank you to everybody for sticking around as well. The the club at 22 Loyal are, are day oneers. Um, thank you so much for sticking with us and I'm going to try this podcast and see what's going to happen with this podcast. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't really know what's going to happen. But right now, it's uh, it's all very real and it's all very building to what's going to be just such a special night for everybody. It really, really is. Before I go any further, I have to give a shout out to John McKay for the three coffees. Um, very much appreciated, mate. Thank you very much. I sent it straight over to Ali and Scott. Um, who have probably spent it now, but they they, they appreciate the beers. They have definitely spent it now. <laughs> they have never, from the last time we spoke to them, they have definitely spent it now. <laughs> uh, and as always, please like and subscribe to the, uh, the channel. Uh, but in addition to that, please let us know how you're feeling by leaving a comment. Uh, I ge- we generally love reading the comments and love feeling the hype that you are all in the kind of same boat as us that I've said it earlier on in a tweet, and Ryan even said it this morning, there's half a sleep to go, and it will be half a sleep, but it really is, hence the, the pint of beer, because I might need a few of them, mate, before. Um, I mean, I've got a half day tomorrow in work, mate, uh, and even going by today's standards, uh, I've said this before, my gaffer probably doesn't watch this podcast. I just couldn't concentrate fully. I couldn't, because every two seconds it was going through my head, and I was trying to explain the feeling of, even last night, sitting with a missy, she was like, how are you feeling about Wednesday? And I was like, oh, I'm fucking terrified. I was like, honestly, I'm but I'm excited and I can't wait for it to happen. And I got this feeling that went from the top of my head right down to my toes, mate. And I was like, oh, and I turned around. She's like, what is it? I was like, that was like getting married. That was like that was like old fun day. That was like winning the league. That was like holding on to a win for... It was everything, mate, all summed into one. And I said it before, mate, it's hard to sum up this because this is the first time it's happened like this. Aye, it's it is one of these it's one of these ones you just don't know how to sum it up. It is so hard to explain your feelings just now. And if, I know everybody will be watching this or listening to this and will feel the exact same. But I think what I'm trying to do is just enjoy it because this is the thing. This is what you dream of. Is as, as a Rangers fan, you dream about being in a, a major European final, and not just a major European final, a chance of winning the final. Mm-hmm. And you have to go through these feelings. You have to go through this anxiety and this nerves and. The emotion get taking control and it's, just, it's horrible, but it's, it is horrible. There's no doubt about it, but do you know I wouldn't change it for the world. I would not change it for the world. I'm loving every second, I'm loving the videos, I'm loving the excitement, I'm getting the pride. There's there's moments I've I mean everybody's the same. We've watched that John Lundstrom goal, I don't know how many times, with with commentary, without commentary, just the crowd noise. And every time I've got tears in my eyes. Every time I've got tears in my eyes, I'll probably always be like that with that goal. And it's just that's what it's about. That's what Every, just embrace this. I know it's hard, and then that once the teams come out tomorrow night, everybody you you'll get there and everybody enjoy it. But see, just now try and embrace it. Try and enjoy your time with your friends and enjoying the build up to this because this is history in the making. That is absolutely, mate. Um, as I say, we've we've obviously not went to so this. Doesn't look much of a even though we're wearing some bears. You could be fooled. You you could be fooled. Mate. It's the vice royal. <laughs> the vice royal. Yes, it's the vice royal uh, on the on the planade, uh, planade. Uh, But 
I mean, we, we've got our reasons why we didn't go. Um, I've got a number of reasons, and I, I get to watch it with my dad tomorrow, which I'm more than happy about, genuinely. Um, I, I have said it before, if I'd got a ticket for the final, I would have done everything in my powers to make sure that I'd got it if I got there. But the way that things have turned out, mate, it's, it's feeding into my, our date with destiny, in my opinion. Everything's like, it's all going the way that it should. I'm going to be with the people that I should be with. The only bit that I won't... The only bit that I am down about is that we're not all together, uh, the podcast. But, I mean, you've got your reasons, mate. It's it's all working its way nicely. There is. There are, it does feel like there's signs of, like, a fate for us and there's a lot of things that can uh, just lining up. I like, the, I like the fact that players are mentioning a lot about Jimmy Bell and Walter Smith because it, it mean, they obviously mean a lot to them. And I was listening to Adrian Durham on Talk Sport this morning. And he was saying there's something about this Rangers team. There's something that's there's a drive about them. And 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 I do believe that. I believe that. And it's good to hear somebody who is neutral saying that as well, because I've always felt there is something about this Rangers team. But from for us, from a personal point of view, and the guy the guys that are listening and watching, there just there does it seems to be things are just lining up correctly. And for me, it was hard looking at videos and seeing oh, hearing wow. the boys over in Seville and one of my mates in the same hotel as Morelos and on the same flight as them and Everybody's enjoying themselves, that's great. It is hard today being over here. <laughs> but I'm going to be with my dad and my boys tomorrow. You're going to be your dad, and that's where you should be. You should be with your friends and family and the ones closest to you. Because if that, if it goes the way we want it to be, that's where that's that's where I want to be. And is that, is there a, there's a motto in here, and it's up in the walls, and it says you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I believe in that. I believe in that, and I believe that's where I'm meant to be tomorrow. I'm watching it in... Um, El Station Barrow uh, oh, yes. on the coast of Sevilla, mate. Down, you, got your, you got your Euros? Down the, <laughs> down the Weems Bay coast, eh? <laughs> uh, down that way. Uh, no, and I'm going to be with a lot of people that I've known for years. And um, yeah, I, I just I feel like it's all it's all kind of it's all working its way into where I'm where I'm meant to be. And uh, I'm going to try and not get too ahead of myself because I am extremely nervous about the game. I generally am. I'm really nervous about it, but I'm so excited about it as well because I think we have every chance, mate. I do. Like we'll get to that. As I say, I told you we're going to we're going to go down. We'll finish up with that. Permission to remove some there. Yes, remove some. My hair's getting a bit itchy. My hair's getting a bit itchy and a bit sweaty, mate. Not got enough drinking me for that either. No, anyway. no, not yet. Right. So we'll start with. It was hard to try and figure out how to do it to approach this podcast. I've never done something like this before. So um, we're going to start at the start of the European campaign. Just quickly, and just I'm not going to bore you. It's going to, we'll quickly jump through it. We'll speak about specific points. Um, Dortmund and Red Bull Leipzig being one of them, um, for example. But just quickly, mate, it's, it's easy to forget that this European campaign started off terribly. I mean, awful. The defeat to Malmo. Um, then we limped through against Alice Kerr, which was a worrying signs. And yeah, we have to praise Gerard for what he'd done for the Rangers in Europe and the time he was here. But this season, we were awful in Europe to start with. Aye. Steven Gerrard will always get praise for me. Mm-hmm. He'll always get praise for me. I'm not one of these fans. And if that's your opinion and you're bitter with him, that's that's up to you. I don't let everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yep. Steven Gerrard will never get, <clears throat> and his team will never get criticism from me they have organised this team and trained this team and, and the shape that you see this team playing in off the ball is down to Steven Gerrard and Michael Beal and his team because they have installed that into them and they're the best off the ball 
Rangers team I have ever seen. I'm 37 years old. It's one of the best Rangers team I've seen off the ball. And I think it's huge. But yes, we were limping through games. Mm-hmm. Alice Kurt was a worry. Malmo was more than a worry because I'm sure Malmo were down to 10 men. Yeah. And, we, and Gerard asked us to raise the roof that night and we ripped the roof off the place. The players didn't respond. Nah. It wasn't there. He, mm-hmm. There was something not right, whether it was between him and the board or him and the players. There yeah. was just something wasn't right with us. And it was also the... The, the start of the end for a lot of people of yeah. what people thought John Lundstrom was going to be <laughs> because of his sending off against yeah, Alice Kerr, mate. Yeah. So, I, I mean, which is ludicrous, mate. See, when you think about that now, but at the time you were like, what, what's, what's Gerard bought what's Gerard bought him for? What, what is he doing? What was he thinking? Because it was over exuberance, is probably the nicest way to put it, mate. He just got carried away. Aye, I don't know if you've seen the John Lundstrom interview today, John oh, Sky Sports. Well, honestly, mate, if you've not seen it. <laughs> Watch it. it into me, watch it and watch it again. You'll enjoy it. John oh, Lundstrom does say, like I've said a few times in this pod, you be fed up listening to it. I'm four rows from the front, so I tend to see things that people don't get to see. And people were asking me, because like, I, I fancied Lundstrom when he came here. I knew he was a good player and I knew he could handle it. I knew he had the right mentality. But I looked at him and a few people were saying to me, what do you think's wrong with him? And I thought, it just looks as if it's getting a bit much for him playing mm-hmm. for Rangers. He's came for Sheffield United. And I thought, it's maybe a bit much from that demand of you have to win every game, you've got to win in Europe, you've got to win domestically, you've got to win away from home, doesn't matter if it's Celtic you're playing, you've got to win all these games. A few draws, it's a disaster, and yeah. you all get slated, and I think I think that looked as if it was wearing on um, John Lundstrom. You could see the shirt was a bit heavy for him, but he also said something today that he felt the pressure playing under Gerard because that was his hero, right. and I totally get that. I thought mm. that was a really interesting uh, comment. Well, imagine you get a new job, Brian Lundstrom was your gaffer. Well, I made an arse <laughs> meeting Brian Lundstrom a few months ago. <laughs> But let's not talk about that. No, let's not. Uh, let's no, not. that's a story for Ulster <laughs> Pond. Uh, I hope you're not watching, Brian. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for that night. Um, but yeah, I just think it got too much. I mean, I think I think it boiled over for him. I think yeah. it was frustration for him. And yeah, lesson for us is stick stick with players maybe a bit because we are we're brutal as Rangers fans. And, and Lundstrom got it tonight for a lot of fans that night. Yeah, a lot of fans that night. But yeah, even at this, it's even we, we as after limping past Alice Kerr, it was defeat to Leon. And Sparta in the first two games of the, the group stages. Following that, it was a win at home uh, and a draw away with Bromby, um, the latter of which was to be Gerard's last European game as Rangers manager before his departure to Villa. But it was safe to say we didn't get off to the best of starts in Europe, which is, again, it's quite easy to forget and where we are just now that the start of this tournament was so poor, really, really poor and worrying, worryingly poor. Um, and to to be sitting here and saying that we're in the Europa League final. When I, when I sat and did some of the, the look back on this, mate, and I watched the highlights back, I was going, God, the the, the progression, <clears throat> which is quite, we, we always say it when things are in real time, it's hard sometimes to see things mm-hmm. and see how things have changed. Mm-hmm. See the progression, mate, from when Gio took over to when we got the final in mm-hmm. Europe, it is night and day, literally night and day. What he has done, Okay, domestically is always going to be brought up because of the way things went in the league. I don't. I'm not, we're not going to really do that. We'll, we'll, that's for the end of the season, obviously. But for this European campaign, since he came in, okay, the Sparta game, he managed to get a two 0 win, which is what we needed. It's mm-hmm. what we needed. But from then on, it just got better and better mm-hmm. and better. Aye, he's worked. The, I think he's worked his team out. And even though I gave Gerard credit at the at the beginning of this conversation, it's this is down to Gio. To mm-hmm. be on the final, what is it's down. It's down to players. It's down to Gio and. 
when he came in, it just shows you that the change was needed. Oh, wow. There was something not right. And I think it will come out one day, whether one of the players says it or Gerard, or it will come out one day. Something wasn't right with Gerard and the board or Gerard and the players or all of it. There just wasn't a desire for the team. We needed freshen up. And I thought it was freshening up on the pitch. And it turns out it was the management team. And he's made the right decision to go for him personally. It's been the right decision for Rangers as well. And we've got a manager in who didn't hit the ground running domestically. But European stages, better than Gerard. Mm. His tactics are better. Yeah, I think they are. I think they are. I think they are. I think he showed it at Dortmund. And I think he showed a lot of character and a lot of... A lot of balls, what you want, what you want from a guy that you put Lundstrom is is a he's he's sweep, no he's sweeper. I always call it a sweeper because I I cat did that with two guys years ago. Is <laughs> right. a five at the back. He put the centre boy and he drops him in, and I love that. I love that he's got the. Gio will change it. 100%. He will change it. If he thinks he's got it wrong, he will change it pretty quickly. I don't think Gerard was like that. Nah. I think Gerard was very much a if Plani isn't we working, four, we play four three three. And yes, that's it. Yeah. and if Plani isn't working, just keep trying to plan. He does work. <laughs> yeah, which was frustrating at times, but yeah, well. I don't want to say we've got an upgrade. It does feel like it was just the right thing. It felt like it just feels a bit like destiny just now. That's what it feels like. And, and Van Bronckhorst come in and yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm loving his tactics just now. And I can't I can't wait to summer. I know we'll talk about that at the end of the season, but I can't wait to see what he does going forward. Uh, neither, uh, honestly, I, I can't wait as well, mate. And look, again, it's probably a conversation for another podcast. I think the Gerrard's tactics, I think Bill was obviously there. Uh, and Bill is... A genius, generally, I think he's a he is a he's a tactician. He really is, and he's he knows his craft. But I think Gerard, possibly again, this is only in hindsight. Uh, kind of try looking in from the outside as well. Is I think Gerard was no, I'm the manager now. Decide how we play, and it wasn't going to change from that. And that's probably it's probably naivety and probably lack of experience in terms of coach. Gio's been the final. Do you know what I mean? I mean he's, yep. he's, he's managed a, yep. a serious European team yep. and he's brought that with him, I mm-hmm. think, here. And I've said it before in a pod, I love that there's not plan A, B and C, mm-hmm. there's plan A to Z. Mm-hmm. If, there is. And we'll find one that works. Mm-hmm. Do you know That's what it. I mean? Yeah. I think the thing with Gio is, what game was it? It wasn't, yeah. wasn't, wasn't the old firm game, was it? And um, I can't remember who it was. He, we've, got, we've got the line-up before the old firm game and I thought to myself, I looked at it and I thought, why is there, why has he played him? Why has he played this guy? Why has he played that guy? And um, I wasn't worried that we had a bad lineup because I thought to myself, no matter what, Gio will be able to change it. So I wasn't overly concerned about it, to be honest. No, neither was I. Yeah, neither was I. Sorry for the disruption there. I don't really know what happened. Uh, anyway, uh, so the final game in the group stages was a 1-1 draw with Leon. Um, that show is actually through to the next round. That was a disaster, that bit there, to be honest. Um, we could have pretended it was somebody come in. Who could have said that was? Stone Cold Steve Austin or oh, something? Do you know that's who that was? Bobby Madden. Yeah, <laughs> <Do you laughs> I know. I'll get him a pint. I'll get him a pint. Get him a pint. Yeah, get him a pint. I thought he'd been surrounded. The creakiest door in the world. <laughs> Apologies for that. Um, so this set up a, a mammoth two leg tie against uh, German Giants, Bruce Dortmund. I remember standing with Ali, we were still working with Ali at the time, mate. That's what I mean. I was thinking about this year. I've had three jobs this year. Do you know what I mean? Like Aye. when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, there's so much happened in this year. But I was standing watching the draw with Ali and Dortmund come out and we both went, Oh aye, that's a cracking, that's a proper football and tie. But we we didn't know what was to come, mate. No, <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm bringing the tone down here, but I'll shake myself. Yeah. Seeing me got drawn against Dortmund. I watch a bit of German football and, and Italian football as well and I was shaking myself. I don't, I, 
I was one of the few people that I wanted Haaland to play because you want to see the big players at Ibrox, you want to see the big teams, you want like that's what you, that's what you go to these games for. But I was I, I really doubted that we would get didn't think we get through. I just didn't I didn't believe we would get through a two like tie against Dortmund. No. I really didn't and by God uh, that first game is to this day the best Rangers away European result I've ever seen and what a performance it was it. I don't think anybody predicted it. You're lying oh. at home if you said you did predict oh, it. 100%. No, no way, mate. Like, I was the same. I thought, well, you never know. Stranger things have happened, etc. All the footballing cliches you say to try and make yourself feel better about playing quite a big team. But the way the game went in Dortmund, mate. <laughs> now, I've, I remember, I think I even watched this game in the house. I don't even think I went out. I think I just sat and watched it in the house. And I think you were on the post-match with me. Mm-hmm. After I think it may have been me, you and maybe Ali. After it, was, it, I remember it was the three of us here. Yeah, yeah. It was. and we were voice noting each other. And I think that was maybe the start of it. I was going, What, <laughs> what are we watching? Here? What are we watching, mate? But to go the way that it went, mate, and that that John Lundstrom goal, mate. And this was, I've said it before, mate. This was Lundstrom's redemption. I'm trying not to make this turn into a, a John Lundstrom worship, no, let's, let's. <laughs> worship <laughs> podcast. But that goal for me there was his redemption, it was his. I belong here mm-hmm. and I'm going to be part of this for as long as I possibly can. Um, that goal, mate, I'll, I'll never get sick of watching that. No. It's, you've seen so many goals for Rangers where they're build-up play away from home in Europe and it's one-twos and it's up the line, it's Ken, it's Terrible, it's one-touch passing. We've scored some lovely goals yeah. in the past three or four years in Europe because they really do play a good style and it's, again, how they're set up off the ball. They just... It really suits some European football. But, oh, big bad Jones finish. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. It just was, and it's, you know what I'm like, I love somebody that hits the ball outside the box, and, and he's that man. He's the one we've waited for. He's a silky scouser. He's, he, he likes a shot outside the box, and he'll, he'll take more and more of these now and because he's settled in, but he deserved it. And I always say, I know we'll come on to the, the Leipzig game, but I always say to my boys, you'll get out of life and games of football what you put in. And John Lundstrom deserved that goal because he'd, he'd upped his gears and he's just, he deserved it. He deserved it. I was so pleased for him that night. And yeah, that was his redemption that evening. A hundred percent, mate. And that was to take us 3-1 in Dortmund. I mean... We it, went 3-0. That was to take 3-0. Was that 3-0? 3-0? Was I think I'm, I'm sure it was to take us 3-0. I thought it was 3-1. I'm sure it was. Cause so I showed you how good my research is, though. Do you know, I'll um, slot in the comments if it was 3-1. I think I'm sure it was 3-0. Because he didn't get a 3-2, did he? Uh, 3-1. Then we went 4-1 up with a scuffed shot. Was aye. that 4-1? Aye, aye. Oh, my God, man. Oh, uh, God, I hope I'm right. I'm going to look right. I know. Yeah, I know. You mate. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrible at remembering these kind of things. Um, and then the second leg. Generally, I thought it was going to be one of the best nights I've ever witnessed at iBooks. I didn't think. And it probably still is. But mm-hmm. obviously, we know what's coming. But when that second goal for Tavern and me, and every time you watch it back, that clip, Bassey does unbelievably well. But as a ball comes in and it misses Morelos, I love seeing 50,000 people all go, yeah. oh, I, because, and just make that's yeah. that noise, mate. Nobody can explain yeah. what that noise Everyone just goes, oh, I know. And then there's that brief moment of silence. You see Tav coming in and he buries it. That, even talking about it now, my, I know. my hairs on my face are standing up. That was. Incredible, mate. And when he scored that one, I thought, I just remember grabbing my dad and going, oh, we've just put out Dortmund. <laughs> Here's the back of my neck. Here's honestly, <laughs> it was brilliant. And then Tav's anticipation at the back post. It's not the first time we've seen it from him, but he just, he anticipates my loss, yep. missing it. And as Alfie, can I, can I miss that in it? And, but it's, 
that was just euphoria. Yeah. And, and as you say, you're thinking to yourself at that time, I'll never, I've not seen Ibrox last for years and, and this is the best night ever and blah, blah, blah. But uh, there, was, there was another night to come, obviously. But yeah, Rangers done the business against Dortmund at home as well. And, and it should have been 3-2 that night because of the the Morelos nicked the ball and he, he ran through, oh, remember? Right. And it wasn't a foul. That that's was a Dortmund right. game. Aye, that was a Dortmund game. That was and never that, a foul. That, that was never a foul. That Var gave it, foul. which is... Hummels, because he gave Hummels yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, yeah it was which again is why I say Var needs to be watertight, but it's, you're probably always going to get his decision yeah. go against you. But yeah, we get robbed of the victory, but in the end, luckily it didn't matter. Rangers done the business against Dortmund. Home and away. <laughs> You're thinking about it, honestly. This is not half getting my gander up, by the way, talking about <laughs> oh, that. I can see that. Honestly, <laughs> um, did you start to think at that point after Dortmund? Did you think, hang on a minute here? Obviously, Barca, West Ham were still in the still in the tournament. But after Dortmund, did you think, depending on how the draw goes, we could get we could get pretty far here? Aye, I thought, I didn't think we could get to the final. I didn't think, right, we can get to the final or win this, but I did think to myself, I fear nobody. Yeah. Like, with this Rangers team, you could see a belief in them. You can yeah. see, like, they actually, but they've always been like that in Europe, can't they? Yeah. They've always looked, I, I've said this, like, under Ger, under Gerard and Gio as well, to give me his credit, I've never, even though we got beat from Malmo, it was a bad night, and there's been a couple, but I've never been embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I've never went away from Ibrox. Or a European game, and thought that was embarrassing. I've always thought they've had a, they've carried out a plan. They've got beat sometimes, and they've been unlucky, or they've just not played well. But you think of the nineties, and even under like McLeish or Arvacat Smith at times, you had some embarrassing performances. Yeah. I'll not list them off. I've never felt this team have embarrassed me in Europe. There's just something about them where they believe in themselves. And it's came to fruition. It's it's the, this the belief in this team is there, and I think it goes hand in hand with. The hunger to do something for for Jimmy Bell and Walter Smith. I think there's something special with this team, and and I hope and I hope it I hope it really does come to fruition tomorrow night. But yeah, after that Dortmund game, I thought we can take MD. Yeah, uh, it, it it started to have the feels of me of something a wee bit different. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and I never want to get too far ahead of myself. I always fancy Rangers against pretty much any European team because of what we can do at Ibrooks, especially over two legs, because of what we can do at Ibrooks and the noise that Ibrooks can make. Um, I know I'm biased, but it's rivaled by no other. It generally isn't. There's no crowd in the world like Ibrooks on a European night. Uh, so moving on from that, the following round was a 4-2 win over, over both ties against Red Star uh, with a Herculean effort by McGregor and the away tie got us through that. Um, and not to forget his penalty save in the first leg. Braga were not um, not great in the first leg, lost uh, and lost 1-0, and it took the extra time to us to win 3-1. Um, I said Braga was after um, Red Star, and that was the start of the, the Makers' dream, I think. Uh, an early world-class finish for Tav, and a penalty from Tav got us to half-time 2-0 up, and Braga were down to 10 men. A goal from a, a corner kick, mate, late on, as you would expect, sure. and uh, an extra time winner by Kamal Roof seals it for us, and then it's the the Red Bull Leipzig game. Not to, I don't want it. I'm, I'm skipping because Braga was fantastic. It was great when Kamaru scored, but I think it's more important to talk about the semi and then actually talk about the final. We will do a full breakdown of everything um, at the end of the season, for sure. Uh, now, the first leg, mate, I'm not going to lie, it was a tough watch. Um, I've said it before. Um, we all said it before that just... Don't get, don't get, don't get your pants pulled down, basically, mm. and... Don't get a scudding. Just get stay in the tie. Mm-hmm. Get it by tie, Brooks, mate, because who knows what can happen. However, that the first leg did take a wonder strike for them to 
for them to go through that mm-hmm. the volley late on. We were so close, and I think we were all a wee bit downheartened, mate, by it because we thought we nearly got out of there with mm-hmm. a draw. I think we deserve to get out there with a draw. Yeah, I agree. I've got to say, I, <clears throat> I was in the pub, and maybe I don't know the next day, but next time I was in the pub after the game, a few folk were asking me, and I never, ever blame a referee, and I never played a hard luck story. I always say, listen, Rangers didn't deserve it, or just didn't turn up, blah, blah, blah. I'm quite an honest Rangers fan when it comes to it. I, I genuinely believe that. I felt we were hard done by that night. I, I, I mean, listen, it's a great strike. I just didn't feel we deserved to get beat that night. Yes, they had all the possession, but that's the way Gio set up. Yeah. Gio set up to soak it in and stay in the tie. And I've seen the likes of Jason Cundy come out and slate Valerie Alford doing that against Liverpool. Rangers are always going to play this over two ties because Leipzig should put Rangers out. Yeah, of course. They spend they 120, 140 million to build a team. Right. Build a team. Dortmund should put Rangers out. Mm-hmm. You know, these teams should be putting us out. Even Braga, to an extent, with the price they sell their players for, should put Rangers out. So Rangers have to play over two legs because if you go over there and try to play a bit of football, you'll get cut up, Definitely. you'll get opened up, yeah. and you will. You could the game could be by the tie could be by half time. Yeah. For me, and I know it's hard for because people that look at we're Rangers, we should just be going and try to win or to go to try and get out. Remember that away goal wasn't there as well. Yeah. Now so you don't need to go and score on a way goal. I think the Broncos got the spot on, and I think we were so hard done by that goal. Didn't matter at the end up, did it? No, it did, did, did not matter because what we witnessed at Ibrooks will genuinely live with me for the rest of my entire life. Uh, so just before that, we did lose Jimmy Bell uh, just before the match, and we all said it, go do it for Jimmy. And my goodness, <laughs> they done just that. Two up within the first 25 minutes. Goals from that man again, James Tavernier, and a lovely goal by Kamara. Um, I had this in Dreamland, uh, a seven-minute equaliser, and we all thought, "Why?" Well, I certainly did at this point anyway. That we were headed for extra time, and then <laughs> big scouse John. I mean, every time, I, like you can tell, when a grin it happens in my face, and even if you're listening to it, you be able to hear my grin. But every time I think about this goal, I remember every single bit of it. I remember watching Lundstrom take a yard back as the ball was coming over. And I just thought, if that drops, he's there, genuinely. And I remember grabbing my dad, like, my dad's quite old, man, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> squeezing him, literally <laughs> squeezing him. And when John Lundstrom scored that, mate, I have I have never, ever in my life heard a noise like that, be it football, be it anything, mate. And I've said before that we we can celebrate Alfredo Morelos, he's gone pretty well, and he's got great songs, and mm-hmm. it sounds brilliant when we all sing a Morelos song. How organically the Rangers fans just started singing John Lundstrom's song when it came on after the tannoy and after the kind of road had calmed down, mate. And at that point, mate, I was like, we are, we are in the final with the Europa League because I knew Leipzig were done. Oh, they were. Uh, there was, it was a sucker punch. Yeah. It was a sucker punch for them. I'm so glad the guy, um, what we call him, the DJ, I'm so glad they played the John Lundstrom song because... I didn't know it was John Lundstrom that scored. No. I was, I was, I was, I was literally just like when the ball's up there. I'm just like, I didn't hit it. Somebody yeah. hits just smashed. There's something getting in the back of the net. <laughs> yeah. And when that net bulged and it was and it was Lundstrom. Oh my lord! How I mean, and it was just and he run he runs down to the corner next to me. And I see everybody like running on to grab him, and that's that's what football's about. When we were during the pandemic and you're it's behind closed doors, there was just something we were we were missing. You, me, everybody was missing. That's and that's what football was. It's about the fans, and that 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 was that was a moment of love me for the rest of my life. And 
the best atmosphere I've ever seen. There'll be people who have seen better atmospheres than, than, than that, maybe, um, that are older than me. Was, was Parma when we played Parma at home? I, I remember that atmosphere and it was un, unbelievable. But that that beat it. I spoke to my dad and I said, I reckon that beats Parma's atmosphere. And he was like, it does. It was something so special. The noise when it hit the back of the net, the celebrations, the appreciation for John Lundstrom, because again, he got that goal because of what he puts into what he's he's emptied the tank game after game, semi final at Hamden, Parkhead. He emptied the tank for us. And he and he got what he deserved. He got the winning goal that puts us into the final and he's just the best on earth. Yeah, he is the absolute best on earth, mate. He absolutely is. That's no, for you, Belinda. Yeah, that is for you, Belinda. Uh yeah, it is it I can't describe that that night and the way it felt because I said it as well. I, I felt so different. I felt so different. Um that the the night before uh, the night of that game, because I, I was I kind of quiet and I don't usually get quiet at games. And I was like, different. My dad said to me, "Is I was wrong?" Me, I was like, "This just feels. This feels like something's about to happen." And, and Ibrox just responded, I think, really, really well. And when we got it to another half time, mate, I was sitting going, "Where is this sucker punch? Where oh. is it coming from?" Do you know what I mean? Because I was expecting <laughs> to get knocked off my my cloud, mate. Because uh, do you know what I mean? It was. It was hard. It was a weird feeling at half time because you, you, they'd done the job. They had done the job. You, you, they got themselves back in the tie and then some at half time. I mean, two 0 at full time, obviously you're flying, but two 0 at half time, you're thinking like, if he's done this job too early, a Leipzig not going to score. And I remember just sitting and I was looking around the stadium after I kind of got my thoughts together and I thought, look at everybody. Everybody does not know what to do. Didn't <laughs> yeah. Like there's people just sitting like that as if we were down two yeah, 0 It was just that feeling of. God, another 45 minutes and we can do this. And um, I did think, I think we said in the reaction pod, I said, I could probably see Leipzig scoring. Mm-hmm. I could see us scoring as well. Yeah. That, that was a big thing. I could see us scoring again. And thankfully we did. How you fitting? It was big, John. Deserves just, it. He deserves just it. He very just, fitting. You get what you put out things. I do believe it. Definitely. So before we go on to the final itself, we'll talk about a few players. And I have to get the sad bit out of the way. Um, you've got to feel for Alfredo Morelos, mate. This guy literally owns this competition. Oh my god! <laughs> you must be sitting going, "Are you actually having a laugh here?" By God, he, he must be. I know he must be absolutely <laughs> scuttled. But I wonder if he's getting ripped in the dressing room. I wonder if a laugh. We don't need you, wee man. Like <laughs> there must be, there must be a bit of banter around because, like, I, he's been I, pretty lit all the time. I remember sitting at a pub on a Saturday when I, when Morelos was out. And I think it was just before the old firm game got announced. We were doing a pod in here actually. Yeah, I think and we, we were. I drove up and we were like, we didn't know if he was playing in that old firm game. That's it was right. the, the crucial one at Ibrox and they obviously won. That's right. But the, the news come through and, and when we were in here, I think, and I remember going into the pub on the Saturday, and I'll be honest, and I said to one of the guys, I went, our season's done. Yeah. I said, our season is done. I said, there is no way we can, we can we are channeled through Morelos. We are set up to play through Morelos. And again, we've got to the Scottish Cup final and that, that will come. But we've got to the Europa League final and this is why from Bronkhorst deserves huge credit because he has been, he's, 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 his talisman taken away from him yep. and managed to, I'm not going to say conquer Europe, but he's managed to get to a Europa League final. And and that's, that. honestly, that he deserves so much credit for it because how he's come up with this, uh, a evil player as a false nine, which I do think will be Thursday. Yeah, um, we'll come to that. <laughs> I, and honestly, fair play to him and Mackay and Voss because they have, 
they've not moaned about it. They've not made it an excuse. They've not been into Celtic games. When we, I mean, they beat us at Ibrox and they deserve to win it. He didn't come out there and go, ah, but we didn't have Morelos. Yeah, I agree. We've just got on with it, and that's what Rangers do. We've always been that way, and yeah. it's uh, it's great. He's just, he's really, but yeah. Poor Alfie, man. I do feel sorry for him. I do. <laughs> but you know what? Can you imagine I, how he'd be feeling right now if Alfredo was fat? He'll be... <laughs> I would probably be into about. Ah, you probably be into about. I have a tattoo by now. But um, listen, the only thing that will make it up for Alfie is like, if he gets to lift that trophy tomorrow night, and that, that's that's he'll forget all about it. He but will. yes, he is very much part of this squad because Thursday nights are Alfredo nights. Absolutely, mate. Uh, and before we go on, mate, um, I'm going to have to speak about James Tavernier. Just going to read his stats, mate, of this tournament. Okay, that I've noted down seven goals. Two assists, a goal conversion rate of 70%, short accuracy of 80%. He's on course to be the top scorer. The only one that can beat him is Kamada from Frankfurt, and he needs to score a hat-trick in the final. James Tavernier is a right-back. <laughs> uh, I think this, this feels like destiny for him. I think everything that he's been through with this club, the, the length of time it took some people to come round to James Tavernier. I took me a wee bit of time, not as long as others. There's still guys around me, I think, that sit, that can't stand him. And it, it really, I, I can't understand that. I generally can't because I think it's a, I think it's a default setting that we had when we had the Warburton, the sake Tav. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like a default setting that we have. But I think he's, de- I think he's demonstrated his leadership and his commitment. And I genuinely think right now he's at the peak of his powers and he feels like this is destined for me to lift that. Aye. Even so, from his interviews, mate. Oh, he's listening. He's <clears throat> a different guy to what he was, I don't know, six, six years ago, whatever it was, when we were getting slaughtered. Yeah. Um, I've slaughtered Tavernier this year. I, I won't hide it. I've said it on a pod. I can't remember after what game it was. And like I said in the, in the group chat, I've said I'm done with them all. I said I've lost this league. I just have let ourselves down. I think it's maybe time to clean, clean the decks. He was in my mind. I thought maybe it's time for him to move on. He got, he stopped. Terry got to fifty-five. He's peaked. That's it. And then come Thursday night, shoves it right up me. He really should run over to Govan Front and stick it right <laughs> up me because I'd be like, honestly, you deserve that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah. I have slayed him at times. And but you know what? Ta- see, for me, Tavernier last year has hit another level. And I know his goals and his assists in the league last year were for all, like ridiculous. I didn't think he had this gear in him. Mm. I, I I think he could see he could do it in Scotland, but to do to take to take his game to the next level in Europe is and I can't believe somebody's not come in from like because he's I think some people and myself included struggle with James Tavernier because he's a modern day fullback. You aren't getting <laughs> I was going to say Alec Cleland there. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> You're not, you're not getting like your, your Sandy Jardins, you're not getting an Alan, even an Alan Hunt. Alan Hunt like to bust up the wing, but Tavernier is a modern day fullback. And you look at and I'm not saying before this gets clipped from any of the moon howlers, I'm not saying that he's training Alexander Arnold, but he's the same mold as that. Yep. He's a modern day fullback who gets forward, assists, score goals. He's an engine, he drives his team forward, and that's what he does in defence. His defensive duties are really in the second, third in his list. And that's why Tavernier is, he, he really has, he's took it to the next level and and he's a massive reason why we're in, in the Europa League final. Uh, one of the biggest reasons, yeah. I think, mate, generally. I, I think agree. he's been superb. Uh, and even defensively, I think he's really upped his game. Um, he was poor at times, 
um, throughout his career, but I think this season in Europe he's been superb. Uh, I can't think of many, and somebody will probably point out that I'm wrong, but I can't think of many off the top of my head where I would think he should have done better there um, in Europe. He's no. not Alec Cleland, though. No, he's not Alec no, Cleland. No, he's not Alec <laughs> Cleland. But yeah, I, I just think that's another reason that all of this feels, and I'm not saying it definitely is, I just feel like all these things are working together because I genuinely believe if I was to pick one person out of that team right now that deserves that, to lift that is James Tavernier. There's, after everything that he's been through, mate, I don't think you could name somebody more that deserves it. And I genuinely think the reason that he's not went, mate, is because he doesn't want to go. I would be shocked if there hasn't been offers. You know what Rangers are like with their transfer <coughs> stuff? And I'm not mm-hmm. making up stories here. I'm just giving my opinion. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked if somebody didn't come up and say, I'll give you five million for him. Uh, you would think that's five million. Even 10 million is nothing to an English team. No. And you would think somebody like... I don't know, you know, well, Newcastle are in the money now, aren't they? They're maybe looking at something a bit bigger, but teams but, down yeah. in England must look at him and go, ah, that, that lad might fancy it back down here and just another another shot at it. There's no doubt about it that I've been, been interested in Tavernier. Has to be. Because he's been doing it in Europe as well. He has been doing it in Europe consistently. And um, I will definitely be interested, but I think, I'd imagine Tavernier's had a, a conversation with the board and said, I ain't interested in going anywhere. Yeah. And I think it was Ali that said it. I don't, I don't. I see him finishing his career with Rangers now. Same. I do. I think it's. I think it's ingrained in him. I think because he's went through. He's going through the banter years with us, and he was on the pitch getting when we were getting battered, five goals against us against that lot in numerous occasions, up and down divisions and whatever. He was there during that. He was there during games that I put my hand up that I left, and I was like, I can't watch this. It's hurting me too much. I need to go. Mm-hmm. He was on the pitch those games. Maybe not playing well, but he was there, and he was taking the slaughters. And that's how it must feel so much to him doing that last year. And he must be pinching himself. He must be going like, what? I, <laughs> what? Like, I never, like, he, he probably never dreamed it. And yeah, nah. he's obviously believed in his ability, but I, I, I doubt he'd have believed that he would get into the Europa League final and, and lead that team out. And if they win it, he'll be the first man that lifts that trophy. Oh, mate. I can't cope. <laughs> I just can't cope. But man, I am, I am far too excited for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, James Davenier has been massive for us. Uh, right, mate, on to the final itself. Before we get to the final, uh, we did mention Wanda Khalil. Massive shout-out to Wanda Khalil for giving us uh, the, the team a, a shout-out on Twitter. Absolutely brilliant. She's got no idea what's going on. Oh, you know? no, but I'll tell you something. She's a, she's a sort, by the way. There's she's not that she's struggling. Right? Yes, just Wanda Khalil. Oh, I don't know, mate. I'm 60. I was talking about this off the Yeah, it must be 60. It must be 60 or something. But anyway, on to the final. So in case you have been living on the moon... Um, Rangers take on Frankfurt in Seville on Wednesday in the final of Europa League. Uh, kickoff time is 8pm UK time. So uh, I think it's 9 o'clock over there. Yep. And then wherever you, else are, you are in the world, I'm not that much of a professional podcaster. I don't have a list of times of what time where it was kicking off in the world, but 8pm. Uh, so Frankfurt finished top of their group, beat Real Betis, Barcelona and West Ham to reach a final. Very impressive run. For them, uh, however, the domestic league is a, a different story. They are currently 11th in the league. Only 10 wins, 12 draws and 12 defeats and a goal difference of minus four. So not a great league season at all. Ryan, in the nicest possible way, without being too um, footballing cliche about it all, you cannot even think for a second that they're not going to be up for this. And you have to, you have to disregard their league form. Forget it. Forget our league form, forget their, their, their standing in the league. Totally forget that because this is a decent team. And um, 
I don't think they've lost an away game in Europe this season. I think they've won all their European games or, or drawn them. They're a good outfit. Very they good. have down tools in the league. I've not watched a lot of them. As I say, I watch the Bundesliga and Serie A now and again. What I understand is the down tools, as soon as they realise Europa League, is there's a bit of a path for them. Mm-hmm. So they focus their energy on this. So why would they half arse or think they've got no chance in the final? They'll fancy themselves tomorrow night. They will. And they'll go at us and they'll be a quality side. There's not, and another thing to forget is see this. Maybe it's just me. But see this. Oh, we've beat Leipzig and we've beat Dortmund, so we'll beat Frankfurt. No. And I don't think the players will think that. I think no, it's I just us. I think it's just fans, to be fair. But that is not the attitude. Um, we will have a game in our hands tomorrow night. There will be times where they have the ball and we can't get the ball. And they'll be creating chances and your father will be going. <laughs> and it will be. There will be times like that because they're a quality they European a opposition. Team. So are we. So are we. And we've done the business as well. And we've focused on Europa League. And that's why we're in the final. And there's a desire and a special thing about this team. But yes, we have a game in our hand tomorrow night. I'm not going to start naming, like you'll probably have a couple individuals. I'm not going to name, name players that play for them because I don't know. But I know they're a good team. I watched them in the highlights against uh, Barca at New Camp. And they smashed Barca. Yeah. And Barca came into it later on. Very they were up 3 0, I think, yeah, at one very point. Very quick on the break. And uh, yeah, so. Don't under- underestimate them, but as fans, we can't make a difference to that. But I don't think, listening to these players, Bassey, Lundstrom, even Gio. Even Ramsey, to a certain extent. I, I mean, I, it I, doesn't I, come across that they're... No. They've, I don't think that they think anything's won yet. And, and, and I don't know if it's a quote of Jimmy Bell, but I've seen a, a brilliant, I'll send you a brilliant meme, and it's just Jimmy Bell sitting crab and he's like, you've won fuck all. <laughs> and that is it. They yeah. have won nothing. Um, they've done very well. They've won nothing yet, and that needs to be the attitude tomorrow night. Well, I think even Alan McGregor, he's won for that. Um, he's always said the Rangers win a win first, second, third um, old firm game of the season or whatever, depending on where you are in the league. If you've not won the league, it doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. You've won the game, yeah, good, well done, but you haven't won anything yet. Yeah. When the semi final. That's the first I've seen Alan McGregor like that in a long time. Man. It was great. It was that, absolutely I mean, brilliant. But that's superb. And he's another one, mate, that his league form has been up and down, mate. Yeah. And that's been that's been nice about it. Seeing Europe, mate, he's been unbelievable. Generally unbelievable. And this is another, again, another reason that I just think something's written in the stars, mate, because you missed the first one in Manchester. I know. I'm so scared to say stuff like that. I, I, know, told, I totally I know. agree with what you're saying. I know the point you're getting at. And I know if I didn't say it, we'd want you a podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> Sitting in silence going, don't, don't say don't it. Don't say it. Don't make any predictions. You're 100% right. There are things like that. There's so many of them that you're like, you know, things like that. It's written the stars and blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> you think of that Leipzig game where the boy uh, away from home and the boy ran through and going, it was an open net. He should have smashed it. He always didn't pass it in the net and he, and, he, and he shanked it and over the bar. And I looked at my dad and I was like, that's the things you need to get to a final. Mm-hmm. That's the things you need to win cups. You need a bit of luck. No, any team that wins a cup or a trophy carries a bit of luck, but you make your own luck. McGregor's save. Uh, Braga. Leaves a game as well. The penalty I'm thinking about. Oh, it's the best penalty I've ever seen. 100%. Yeah, because the a boy struck game. it so well in the corner. It's a Braga game, yeah. Braga game and... Just things like that, and then he save against Leipzig. Yeah, I looked at the guy that sits next to me. Might have been Red Star. Was it? I found my notes, mate. Carry on. Save. Carry on. The, the save that McGregor made against Leipzig when the boys ran through and all needs to slot it past McGregor. That save, I looked at the guy that sits next to me, James. We shouted for him. Um, and I looked at him, and the first thing I was thinking was, that's the kind of moments that need to go for you. Red Star. 
Fiesta. I thought it was Fiesta. <laughs> um, uh, that, that save McGregor makes is things like that I've got to go for you. And yeah, as you say, things do align and they happen for a reason. And I want to say more. I know I'm a bad podcaster, but I want to say more, no, but I just me, can't. I get it. I, I 100% I get it. And I, I don't. I always try and back it up in my own head because I know how I'm feeling in my own head. Like, I'm still going. I, generally, if, if you wanted my honest truth right now, I think it's so 50-50 tomorrow night. I generally do. I think yeah, I agree. I think it could literally any of these teams could win it, but 50-50 is odds I'm willing to take going into this because I've got full belief in this team. Generally, I've got full belief in this team. I've got full belief in Gio that he'll change something if he has to. And again, having the preparation of this time round, we've been able to rest, completely rest our first team. We all, I think, well, I'm pretty sure we're going to pick the same team. But we've been able to completely rest the team. They are ready. They are primed. Their interviews are just so unbelievably focused and relaxed. But there is just a mentality there that I think where I'm going, they believe this. Yeah. I think they they fully believe that. I don't think they think they've won it. But I think they're thinking to themselves, we have got as good a chance as any team mm-hmm. to go out there, put a performance in. If they perform the way they have, at Ibrooks against Leipzig on that mm. first leg, eh, on that second leg, we should win it. <laughs> Cam, did you know, I think even their away leg against Leipzig, and I know we get beat, but Rangers are so organised. And, and we didn't come out of the traps that night because Joe didn't want them to. Mm-hmm. And if we need to come out of the traps, we will. We're a quality, we're a quality side. Yeah. When we're on the ball, we're a quality side. And... As you say, that, that gives me the belief in this team, and I do I have so much belief in this team. And it's funny, because you come on a Saturday and you're playing Motherwell at home, and you're like, oh, take a 2-1 right now. But, <laughs> but you, there is something about them in Europe, and I think, they, I think they're hurt by how they've, they've played domestically this season. And I say domestically, but it's a bit harsh, because they've done well in the Scottish Cup. But in the league, I think I think they know they've let themselves down, and I think that's fueled them a bit. Yeah. I, think they've, I think they've reacted well to it. Maybe it's been a step too far to hope they can do the well in the league and the Thursday, but you know, I think they genuinely believe they look so focused. And I've I've seen something special on that pitch with them. And they all said before the Leipzig game they would leave it out on the pitch, they would leave everything out on the pitch. And I think they did more than that. I think there was just something, and we'll never know what was said in that dressing room, whether it was Jimmy Bell or whether it was whatever. There was a, a hunger I've never seen for a Rangers team, yeah, from them that night. And, I think it'll be there tomorrow night again. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Right, mate, that's that time. We're going to move on to teams. And Have a nice night, guys. <laughs> I'm going to make you give a score prediction too, mate, unfortunately. Oh, jeez, that's right, a score prediction as well. So, I'll go first, mate. Uh, I think we'll probably pick the same team. Uh, McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassi, Barisic, Lundstrom, Jack, Kamara, Aribo, Kenton, right? Is there anything you would change there? The only one I thought I would maybe change and he won't, is that he might play Sakal instead of Wright. Right. I, the only reason I think is because Wright didn't have his greatest game against... Was it Leipzig away? Or was it Leipzig at home? He wasn't Leipzig great against home. Leipzig at home. I think he likes Scott Wright. I yeah. do. I think there's a, there's a change in him. And I think I think Scott Wright may be just a poor game that night. So you're, pro- you're probably correct in saying that he'll, he'll choose Scott Wright. And Sakal is a great wild card. I, I st- I'm sticking with it. I, I know some people don't like him and I get it because he's raw and he's... You don't know what you're getting from him, but I do think he's a good wild card because neither does anybody else. These defenders don't know what he's doing, so he's probably a good sub to bring on. I agree with you. I think that team is the exact same team I would pick. 
and I think you've got it spot on. Possibly Arfield gets a start, mate. Van Bronckhorst likes Arfield. Nah, I, don't, I don't think he does like him. He does, but for I think for Europe, I think the I know. the team that started against Ross County on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. minus Lowry, yeah. adding Jack, mm-hmm. is the team that I think will play, and that is that team. Could he play Arfield instead of Kamara? No, no, I don't think he will. Not in Europe. I think he really likes him in Europe. I know. And look at what he done against Leipzig. I just, I see, I'm not seeing his favourites. I just. There is something I think he likes because Arfield breaks those lines, but do you know Kamara against Arf- Leipzig Arf- was brilliant. If Arfield Arf- didn't play the weekend there. Yeah, yeah, you're possibly. right. You're right, I know. But I just, I'm just thinking of the, they're looking at two, maybe, that Arfield and Sakala. Sakala probably not. Arfield maybe. But I think you're right in saying I think Aribo played the folks nine. And yeah. I, I, I'm happy with that. I think Aribo caused Leipzig a lot of trouble before they get taken off. Well, I think there's also people are saying roofs travelled. Obviously, we've all seen that roofs travelled. Yeah. I, you don't start him. In my opinion, you no. can't start him. He's not he, because that's there's too much risk in that going wrong too too early. Because if he's not up to pace, it becomes very frustrating, and he almost it's almost unfair on him. Aye. Do you know what I mean? It's almost Aye. unfair on him to ask him to do that. Fair so I, I think I think he'd be on the bench, yes, for sure. But I think that's the team. Right, let's go prediction. You you're going to ask me to go first because you did. I'll go, mate. I'll happily go first. I've got it noted down. Wait to think myself. Do you know I've not let myself think of this? No, I know. I've let myself think of the trophy and stuff. I've not let myself think of the score. Are you want to go? Or are you going to go? I think we'll be 1 0 up at half time. I think we'll be 2 0 up in the second half. I think they'll score in the last 10 or 15 minutes and it'll be a shaky, shaky end to the game. Is it going to be a corner? We'll concede a corner there in the last go. minute, mate, but we'll survive and we'll win it in 90 minutes. And the guy to score us the winning goal will be Ryan Kent. That is my prediction. I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> very uncomfortable. That will be my, that's my prediction. Oh my God. You need to give something. I should have phoned a sickie in. Uh, you should have, mate. You should have went to right. I know. <laughs> I hate, I, I hate when I'm confident. I, I hate it. I really hate like it. You can't this back is, your team for this I, game, but me. And I, you're giving, you're giving folk, you're giving folk a, ammunition. content here and that and whatever. <laughs> I believe in this Rangers team. I believe that they can do it. I'm so, like, I hate how, how confident I am. You know, when you get into an old firm game, you think Rangers are doing them. Yeah. I mean, it's going to win 2-0 or 3-1 tomorrow night. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 3-1. Um, we might concede a penalty or something, or the fight to goal that brings them back in. I think Rangers can win this, and I think I think they can control it. I think they'll have, like I said, they'll have their, their points in the game where... It's going to be a warm yeah, night as well. Be, yeah, oh, of course it's, it's going, going to be. be Rangers can be up 3-0 tomorrow night, and you'll still be... Feeling that, yeah, because but I think Rangers, I think Rangers, <laughs> and I think Rangers can control it, and I think this false nine is our blessing in disguise. Yes, I think so too, mate. I, I, um, I, I'm trying my hardest not to get ahead of myself, but recently I have been a wee bit half glass half empty along with Alistair, but I am very much glass half full for this. I, I, I just too many things for me are aligning right now for this to to make it feel like it's meant to happen. And I just think we've got the best chance that we maybe ever have. And maybe in our lifetime, it might be the best chance we ever have. And I'm not saying Frankfurt are a, a bad team, but we could be playing somebody a hell of a lot better than them. Uh, and I just feel on our day, mate, we can definitely match them and beat yeah. them. And that's, I think that's the, the easiest way to put it. We definitely can. We can definitely beat them. There's, there's no doubt about it. And it's not being disrespectful to Frankfurt. No. But it's, as you say, like the way the things have opened up in this draw... And the way it's, it's kind of went for us at times, 
we have we have been fortunate because you could have played a, a, a far stronger team. And yeah, on paper you say Dortmund are a stronger team because they're higher in the league, but Frankfurt have focused on this Europa League and but yeah, you'll look at it and they've just got such a great opportunity. And if they do it, I'll say it again. And I, I got a guy made in the comments a, a great point about the Aberdeen team that won the Cup Winners' Cup and you've got a great point when you said that. For me, you're wrong. This will be the great. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit bad, but for me, this yeah. is a great. If Rangers can do this, it's the greatest achievement any Scottish team. There is, there is no doubt about it in my mind, and I don't think anybody would would challenge that. Apart from people who don't like Rangers, we all know that. As soon as I said it today, like everybody want everybody want Rangers to win. Apart from people who don't like Rangers, and that's that's the way things go. If Rangers can do this tomorrow night, it is the greatest achievement by a Scottish club and the best night in my life genuinely the best night of my life if it happens uh, uh, I'm going to ask you mate before we wrap up here if you can mate if it's possible for you to sum up just what it would mean for you as a, a as a person and for this club if you manage to do this tomorrow night it means absolutely everything it would be very hard to put it in words it means absolutely everything the reason that I am at home and not book Seville I've got two young kids who my ex-wife kindly said that I could take away to Seville and I declined because the reason me and my dad have got a close relationship is because of Rangers. Rangers brought me and my dad together. Rangers brought me in touch with these lads. Rangers brought a lot of you and your friends and your family together. It is more than a sport and I don't care what anyone says. If you don't think it's, if you think it's just a sport then you don't get it. It's everything. It's, it can be a life at times and Rangers can make a huge, a huge change and it sounds dramatic and it sounds over the top but as a football fan, if Rangers can win that trophy tomorrow, I will die happy. I mean, I can't, I can't disagree with any of that. I'm exactly the same with me. The, the reason that I've decided to stay here is my dad couldn't have, my dad couldn't have 35 degree heat, man, and yep. my, there's no way my dad couldn't do that. And I've decided to stay for my dad, and I'm exactly the same, mate. Me and my dad grew apart when we were younger for family reasons, and then. Rangers brought us back together. They got a season ticket and ever since then it's kind of built this relationship. I've met some incredible people. Met you. I've met all sorts of people just through Rangers. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And it is, to me, and I'm very lucky that I've got a message that understands this is more than football to me. Yep. This is more than just a game of football. This means everything to me. It really does everything. Um, my message aside, there's nothing else in this world that matters more. Generally, nothing else in this world that matters more. So if this happens tomorrow... <sighs> You still need to come find me, man. I've told you before. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> I'm, I'm away. I'm away. I'm taking a few days off because this is it'll just be the best day of my entire life. And I can't sum it up better than that. And Look, I know we do a pod, mate, and we're meant to put things into words. It's okay that we can't put this into words because yeah. everybody else is the same. Everybody will be feeling it. Everybody will be feeling it. And we are more than a club. And it's it's the, it's the, it's the happiness and the joy that you'll see in your friends and family's faces. So play up Rangers because we are the people and don't ever forget it. We are the people mate uh, that's us, uh, the waiting is almost over, yes I'll get my sombrero hat back on, uh, the waiting is almost over, we will be battle fever at 11 tomorrow uh, ready to go and ready to back our team to the hills and go create history, Ryan thank you so much for joining me tonight mate I really do appreciate it. You're welcome mate and uh, hopefully Scotia and Ali are very, get a wee cuddle and a kiss tonight and have a good night's sleep I doubt very much they will. I know part two will be dropping on the... Well, the group chat's not stopped since we've been doing it this. It has not stopped. I've, <laughs> I've actually had to put my phone face down here, so I'm not looking at it. No, but, um, no. I've had 423 voice notes no, today, and that's just for Ali. Uh, I think the boys are enjoying themselves, <laughs> but everybody, everybody enjoy it tomorrow. Enjoy the feeling. Enjoy that, that yeah. nervousness, because 
that's what happens when you're a big club and you're in a major European final. So play up Rangers, everybody enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, I will bring you some form of reaction tomorrow after the game. I don't know when, I don't know what time at, I don't know when it's going to happen, but there will be something. It will be five minutes or so probably of me. Uh, and I hope it's me struggling to put things into words more than I usually do because I, I, I really do hope it's something along the lines of that. But yeah, this is um, this is our day, this is our time. We've suffered over the last decade and I have a strange feeling this will be our reward. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you are watching it, enjoy it, soak it all in. I hope the next time that I talk to you, our team, my team, are European champions. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Play up the famous Glasgow Rangers. Onward to immortality. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>